Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome B. Ted Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering the Megacast. We're back, Ted. We are. Well, I mean, I'm back from Dallas, so. <laughs> and you, had a, you had a productive weekend? A very long weekend, yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm happy to be back. It seems like a lot of those events are really late at night. Dude, I didn't even do most of those. Like, in the past, I've done those where I was with, like, when I went with Kevin from Metal Shop, he, he was definitely, like, the, the fire starter. Like, let's go, let's go. Well, I was staying in an Airbnb by myself. Like, the place that flew me out, like, they, they mostly were all together, but at the time, they had... Too many people in the Airbnb, so they wouldn't be able to fit me. And they felt they're like, "Dude, we already planned all this, but we'll pay for you to get an Airbnb as long as it's within this price range." I'm like, found a place that was not such a desirable town in Dallas, but all right, uh, it was fine, and the place was clean. Inside, it was great. Outside, wasn't really gonna hang out much. You know, it's a little sketch. What's it? It was okay. It wasn't anything terrible. It was actually more sketch during the day than at night. At night, it was just quiet. What were you by? Nothing. Like right. like a very, you know what it felt like? I was there in the early stages of a gentrif- gentrification of this town, of this area in, ta- in, in Dallas, Texas. All right. Like All right. they were building new condos and where I was staying was a newish, a renovated apartment complex. So on the outside, didn't seem all that desirable. Fine. Like I didn't care. You know, growing up in New York, I was like, this is not, this isn't good. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, if I was there with my wife, I'd be like, all right, let's go get a hotel somewhere nicer. You know what I mean? Right. But inside was awesome. All right. Airbnb was great. It was, it was fantastic, comfortable. Everything about it was awesome. But staying by myself, I didn't have anyone be like, let's go, let's go. So it's like 11 o'clock at night. I got back. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, Joey Janela spring break starts at midnight. It starts at midnight. I could just sit in bed and watch TV. That's <laughs> what I did. I mean, I don't blame you. Yeah. And in your defense, like, usually there's a wife, a kid. Like, you're a very busy person. So it's like, yeah, you got an opportunity to actually, like, chill out. Yeah. You got to chill. The, the, the few opportunities where I was like, all right, I, I could hurry up and get there and see this, that, and the other thing. Or I could spend the entire afternoon just sitting around. You know, I brought like my, some of my little cables so I could do a little workout, yeah. get a little workout in, watch some television, not have a crying baby. Like you said, not have to like go do stuff. Man, I, lo- I, I definitely went full like hermit mode. It was great. <laughs> I mean, that adds up. But I'm just like, like don't get me wrong. I, I could be a night owl when I want to. Yep. But if somebody was like, something starts at midnight and I'm already sitting on my couch, that'd be tough. It, dude, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Like, it was just like, and then I found out like that one of them went super late. It didn't finish until like 3.20 or 3.30 in the morning. Ooh. I know. Though even, I wrestled on Saturday night at 6 p.m. We were done. Our match was second. So the rest of the crew that I was there with were like, let's get, they, they, they politicked to get on early, which I was fine with. But I was right. thinking, get on early so I could watch the rest of the show and see. It's like. All these new people that I just met, hybrid school of wrestling, awesome people. Shout out to the the guy that runs it there, uh, Chris, and the crew, and all the wrestlers that I met were super nice. So I'm like, great, my match is done. I'm going to go out in the crowd, sit out, and enjoy wrestling. Well, the rest of my crew were like, let's hurry up and get undressed and get the F out of here so we can go to WrestleMania. And I was like, I'm just going to stay here. <laughs> I opted to stay. I just felt like it was A, the wrong thing. And also, but I thought I, WrestleMania was Sunday. Saturday and Sunday. Oh. And in my oh. head, I was like, I had to leave at 6 a.m. was my flight on- On Sunday? On, or 8 a.m. So I had to be at the airport at 6 a.m. on Sunday. 
So that meant I had to wake up at like four. That's a big ass airport too. Oh, dude, that airport sucked. Um, but also on top of it, I'm like, well, if WrestleMania is going to get done around 11 or midnight, by the time you get out of that parking lot, I remember doing this in Dallas. It took forever. I'm not getting back to my Airbnb until one at best. Yeah. And I'm like, that just sounds like a terrible, then I got to unwind, wake up at four. I was like, I'd much rather just go back to my Airbnb and watch WrestleMania on my phone, <laughs> which is what I did, uh, and enjoyed it that way, man. Ate some McDonald's. Oh, I was going to say, like, I know you. You're not like me. Like, I would have I got, like, at least a six-pack and been like, all right, I'm chilling in the room. Ted, there was no way to go. <laughs> you got McDonald's. The, I'm telling you, my, the where I was staying, there was nothing. There was no pizza to be delivered to me. There was Oh, no, no kidding. So I was like, all right, well, I got to go find, I got to go drive out. I got back. I'm like, all right, I'm going to have to go drive somewhere. I was like, oh, Shake Shack. Try to go to the Shake Shack. But the parking development that it was in, like it was next to a nice steakhouse. They shared the same parking lot, which at that time of the night was valet only. So I'm like, I'm not valeting my car just so I could go to Shake Shack. So I was like, screw it. I'm going to go somewhere else. Couldn't find anywhere else. Finally, I'm like, there's a McDonald's like three miles from my house or from my place. So I go to McDonald's. I'm watching the WrestleMania on my phone while waiting in this long drive-thru because it's Saturday night. Saturday night. That McDonald's is packed. I see Cody Rhodes' big uh, uh, surprise appearance on my phone in a drive-thru at a McDonald's. Nothing sadder. <laughs> but it was a good time. Did you at least get like a milkshake? Did you I did. Splurge? All right. I got there. a vanilla milkshake. I did, Ted. There That's we so go. Funny. I got That's... a du- double quarter pounder with cheese. <laughs> that a boy. I'm like, yeah. Steve, you got to get something out of this. The milkshake was be- that, the only reason why I ordered the milkshake was because I'm like, this is just ridiculously sad. I have to get myself a milkshake. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Living that high life, Steve. Oh, living the best life in Dallas, Texas. But the match itself was funny, dude. So before we had the match, we were watching like old WC. Sorry, I'm just like, Dallas is kind of famous for a few different foods. I know, dude. Steve barbecue. I got McDonald's one Barbecue, night. Barbecue, the Tex-Mex. I got Sonic another night because we were running late to get the Ring of Honor. I never got barbecue. I did get a nice steak at the uh, Y.O. Steakhouse. All right. I was going to say, that was the third one, Steakhouses. Randy Orton came in as we were eating there, which was awesome. Out so, of nowhere? Out of nowhere with his <laughs> wife. We were sitting at the, at the table. Our table is like right next to the front door. I'm facing the door. I see Randy Orton outside of it. And I go, yo, Randy Orton's outside of our restaurant. Everyone on the other side of the table is like, bull ass. Because we're all talking about like what famous wrestler will we see? Who do we think is going to be the most famous wrestler? that We haven't seen a single famous wrestler yet because we just got there that day. All right. I'm like, no, no, no. Randy Orton's right outside the door right now. And they're all like, bull, you're ribbing me. You're, you know, I'm like. All right, and finally, the guy next to me who's sitting next to me, who's my opponent that, n- on Saturday, he's got yeah. Levi, good dude. He goes, no, no, for real, Miggs isn't lying. That's Randy Orton Randy is right walking there. into the restaurant. Everybody turns around. <laughs> Randy's like, ah, oh, crap. <laughs> so, right, so your whole table just turns around and stares at him. He just goes straight to the private room in the back. I was like, man, if I had balls or if I was drunk, I was like, yo, Randy. You know, me and him are wrestling Saturday night. You want to come? Give us some feedback? Put you on the list? <laughs> then we had one empty seat. I was like, dude, it would have been so great if we could have just got Randy to sit at that seat for a picture. Be like, just hang on. Randy's holding court at dinner. Like, you know. Randy, I mean, that might be the most famous person. Yeah, it didn't get more famous than that. To be in a restaurant with. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Like it was, and it was, I mean, it, they were, it turns out, I think it was his birthday or his wife's birthday. I saw on Instagram. And they were, All right. they were meeting up for dinner with Kurt Angle and his wife. 
<laughs> I'm like, of course we're there when this is all going on. But so like leading up to the match, we're watching World Class Championship Wrestling, which was an old Dallas thing, the Sportatorium. It was like a big thing back in like the 70s and 80s. All right. So we're watching old matches. And I don't know if you remember Kerry Von Erich. He was wrestling. I don't. Part of like the Von Erich family, which were like royalty in Dallas, right? I only know it from that sad show. Yes. He's one of the tragedies. Uh, all right. So he's wrestling Jerry the King Lawler in this match that shows up on whatever they were watching. Maybe it was like on a Roku or something along those lines. And dude, right off the bat, we're watching this match. I'm like, oh, this will be a good match. Jerry Lawler versus Kerry Von Erich. You see in his eyes. We all at the same time looked at each other. Yo, Kerry's wasted. He oh. is hammered or, or high. You could just, see, you know how you could see it in someone's eyes? Yeah. And so now all of a sudden, like, how's this going to go? So he gets the microphone, and you know, the crowd's just hot for Kerry Von Eric. And they're just like, oh, this is going to be amazing. Kerry's got something to say. And this is all he says on the microphone. First of all, Jerry Lawler, welcome to Dallas. That's it. That was it. Now we're like, how's this match going to go? It had to be one of those things where backstage Jerry, and I wish we could talk to Jerry about this and he could just freely share it. Maybe he would. I don't know. The match was basically, he punched Kerry. Kerry goes down for a really, really long time. Turns, finally shows, he cut himself, obviously. He's bleeding from one punch. They bring in, like, the medics. The, I've never seen more to do about one punch. One punch. I mean, it was like a loaded glove, you know. They clearly said, you're in no shape to wrestle. We're just and gonna, if he's been boozing, he's got to be bleeding out like a... He's leaking. Yeah. And you know that it was just like, dude, we can't handle this. I'm not wrestling this guy. He's too wasted. How do we get around this? Well, you just knock him out. It was so freaking great. So then for the rest of the time we were in Dallas, we saw this on Thursday, everywhere we went, we're like, Jerry Lala, welcome to Dallas. <laughs> right? So this is our inside joke with five of us. We have our match. We're planning on our match, and I'm going to start the match off with like a sneak attack, but they want to have us like, we're going to cut a promo and all this stuff. Eventually, it'll be posted. I'll put it wherever. I'm like, all right, before I sneak attack you, you got to welcome me to Dallas. <laughs> we only have one thing left to say to you. Steve Mays, welcome to Dallas. Clobber <laughs> him, and now the match is on. We just did in front of like a hundred and some people. The Did dumbest anybody and, get no, the joke, the no. reference? It's just the five of us. I like you hear a couple. The best part was I didn't have a chance because it was kind of a cluster F and like things got weird is what it is. I don't want to get too inside baseball on that part, but I was going to yell, we're not even in Dallas. We're in Arlington, you idiot. <laughs> he welcomed me to Dallas in Arlington. It was great, dude. All in all, it was an, it was an awesome experience. I think it's awesome you went down there and wrestled, but weren't like, weren't like you didn't have to go to like WrestleMania. No, I mean we had tickets. They like the it's guy, got a baller. It was kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, like oh yeah. And then I go and rent my car, and the lady's like, "Why are you here?" I'm like, "Oh, for WrestleMania." And she's like, "Oh, that that's the big one that's coming." All right. I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." She's like, well, you, "Like she was asking me some other questions." Like, "Oh, you going to see it?" I'm like, "No, no, no. I'm here to wrestle." And she's like, "Oh." <laughs> and then she's like, "Well, they, the Jackass guys are here, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah, Johnny Knoxville's here." And she's like, "Oh, and then yeah, and then the one guy like yeah, Stone Cold and." I'm pretty sure she was torn on either thinking that I was Stone Cold Steve Austin or Steve-O. Because <laughs> she upgraded me to their nicest SUV. And I got like the economy car. She definitely thought you were somebody. She, she thought I was out here to wrestle. Right? She's trying. Man, I, she, good for her. She's working hard to break. She upgraded like, me. Yeah. It was awesome. 
Give me your nicest SUV, because I'm in the worst neighborhood. I, dude, that was the thing. I'm like, as soon as I parked my car, I'm like, this car is getting broken into. <laughs> I should have got the insurance. Ted Talks, starring the Tech Smith. Woo! Woo! Uh, as we saw Monday night. Don't give up, folks. Did you watch any of that back? I, I didn't. I was so dead to the world on Monday. All right, I, I'm I, sure I, I read all about it. It just was unbelievable. I mean, Kansas just looked asleep. And then wow. in the second half, just kind of turned it on. I know we could argue about people getting hurt, but, you know, that was a good sign of resilience. Just keep pushing. Keep fighting. I know. I mean, you're going to be down. What was it, the next day? I was like, oh, totally chose not to watch what seemed to be one of the greatest comebacks. I, dude, I'm with you. I was dragging ass from the weekend, and I was sitting on my couch, and like during the first half, I was almost like, I could sit in the Chase Lounge, just chill. And yeah. then I was like, no, let's see what happens in the second half. And I was like, holy crap, this Damn. is an awesome game. What'd you, yeah. got, what'd you do this weekend that, that wore you out? Well, started, <laughs> what did I do? I went, to, well, I went to the hockey game Friday. Oh, you did? Yeah. The whole show? No, 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 just me. Oh, okay. It was just funny. I know. I came in. I saw everybody rocking cracking gear. I was like, oh, the Benjamin are going in a cracking game. No, just me. I went with Jarrett. Oh, nice. Did you see uh, Rev was there? He was. He was up in the cheap seats, though. (laughs) I was in the club level. (laughs) Now that I can do, Steve. (laughs) Oh, Bougie Smith over here. I know, like three people asked me, they were like, dude, you're running to Rev, and I was like, no. honestly, like, no. I, it's it's so nice no. in the club level, the bathrooms are right there. Yeah, no. Rev's kind just doesn't make it into uh, the club level. Jerry Lawler, welcome to Dallas. Welcome to the club level. Uh, and then Taryn and Brad were in town as Taryn was doing the uh, Anthony's Oyster Slurp, yeah. which to her credit, she did much better I heard she out slurped, yeah. She did. Sorry. You know what? She could have that crown. <laughs> Uh, so we got some drinks or whatever. Green slurper. <laughs> and then Saturday, what did we do? Oh, Saturday, watched the final four. Mm-hmm. My buddy made a bunch of chicken wings and then we went and saw a ween cover band. Really? Yes. Are they local? They're local. I yeah. think I've heard of them. Yeah. I saw them over at Drunky Two Shoes in White Center. Do you know even the music of ween? Nope. Did they play the Pushing Little Daisy song? I assume so. <laughs> Pushing Little Daisies, and then they come up. You know me, man. I was just ripping beers and whiskey, and I was like, that music's kind of cool. Oh, <laughs> weed's weird as all hell. Right. I just had one of those weekends as I knew I had time off, so that, yeah, Sunday I got up, my buddy made a huge English breakfast. I would have never guessed if someone said, what did Ted do this weekend? Never once would I think he went to see a ween cover band. Dude, I'm telling you. Not ween. White Center is my new place. Yeah. Like, Drunkies is cool. Have you been to the Lariat Bar there yet? It's a wrestling-themed bar. What what do you think? Yes, of course you have. <laughs> right. Now, there's an old school karaoke bar that's over there that's pretty good. Oh, I think Rev was at the, the wrestling bar, and you can't, you can't, you can't, oh, well, you yeah. can't mingle Jeez. with the Revs of the world. <laughs> right, so it was just, trust me, and then Sunday, another buddy picks me up. We, mm-hmm. it just, one of those weekends, Steve. Just never ended. It, no, no. So by Monday night, I was a sad little fella sitting on the couch. Nice. <laughs> yeah. But the game was that good that I, that I fought through. I put down two or three Miller Lights. Yeah. Friday, you dead. I know. You're like, what did you do? Like, did you leave town? Ta- no, no, nothing too crazy. No, I just, just got wasted in just, random just, situations. Just, right. Went to a bar on the on Mercer Island. You know me. Saw the Kraken, saw the Ween cover band. <laughs> Pushing the whole thing. And they come up. I like they have a pork roll song. Dude, I, I only know. I know I've heard Ween. 
quite a bit in my college radio days. The only song I know is Push It All Daisies and then they come up. (laughs) (laughs) And trust me, everybody there was like big ween fans. Dude, I got to it was a very eclectic group. I got to a a couple uncomfortable conversations in that bar and I was like, I in my head I'm like, why did I start talking? Were ween fans gatekeeping you? What's your favorite ween song? No, it wasn't serious. They just were like they just had the same reaction finally like so why the hell are you here? That is so funny. Well, go yeah. see my buddy Joe over there. His buddy Tom loves this band. Yeah, I mean, Steve, the whole set was a little... But hey, I like we now. I love this. Whoever posted this video said... In the immortal words of Beavis and Butthead, quote, these guys have no future. <laughs> I cannot believe you went to see a Ween cover band. This is so great. Dude, and on Sunday, you know the Roanoke Inn on Mercer Island? Yeah. So we go over there just for whatever reason, we ended up at that bar on Sunday. Wow. So Right. So, like, people are going to the game. Like, we're having fun. They're kind of famous for this corn and crab chowder. Uh-huh. Right? So I get some to go. I'm sitting at home. I'm like, this is so good. And I dropped it. Push a little clay powder and make it come up. I know. I'm like, <laughs> I've been thinking about getting soups since Sunday. Oh. Oh, it was all over my Yeti. It was a mess. That is the worst. <laughs> yeah. It's just like a kick in the balls. <laughs> I mean, you know me, right? Now we've been doing some day drinking. I'm back at the place. I got my snacks. I'm like, this is freaking on. And I dropped it. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get into the wide world of sports. Yeah. <laughs> when the Megacast returns. Ted and Steve need a minute to jump in the shower and crush a beer. The Megacast will be back. If you are suffering from anxiety or have a floppy jalopy, drink a beer. New research says beer can actually help you with your wet noodle so you won't have limber timber. That's right, down some suds if you want a diamond cutter. Grab a brewski and wake up with a breakfast dagger. Pound a pint for your pup tent or sip on a stout and let the beast out. Reduce your risk of putting Peter out to pasture and enjoy a beer and a bonosaurus. I wish the entire Kraken hockey team would line up and shoot pucks at Ted and Steve's face. Sorry, that was a little aggressive. I just want them to shut up. The Megacast is back. Push a little baby. <laughs> Come on. I like the commercial break. I'm like, well, other buddies like, of course he likes them. Yeah. No, you told me who you went with. I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes all the freaking sense in the world. All right, let's uh, get into the wide world of sports. Which let's do it. You know what? I don't even have the damn thing ready, but that's okay because I can make it happen. All right. I promise. It's yeah. It's going to happen. And here we go. There it is. I knew I could make it happen. Push the middle sports. Come on. 
Banning the Foe to bring you the Alright, easy. The thrill of victory. I'm awesome, Ted. And the agony of defeat. I'm like the club level of Steve's. Ted Smith's Wide World of Sports. What the hell am I talking about? Brought to you by Smith Family Popcorn. Good people. I'm just hungry. Great popcorn. <laughs> you have National Caramel Popcorn Day, I think. Is it? I think so. I saw that. I was like, of course it's on a Wednesday when we do the podcast. I'm the club level of Steve. <laughs> the club level of Steve. It's not that I don't hang out with people in the other seats. I just, I'm lazy. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. We talked a little bit about, before we get to Kansas winning a national title, first on Saturday, bye-bye, Coach K. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Historic day. It was. Mm-hmm. And like it was like everybody's cheering for Coach K again. Not this guy. I hate Duke. Screw him. Go Terps. Yeah, I hope his retirement sucks. <laughs> no, great coach. You make the argument the greatest coach in uh, college basketball, but there's no way I'm cheering for Duke. <laughs> Feel good story or not. <laughs> uh, other than that, dude, March has been insane. Yes. With free agency, great NCAA tournament. Uh, what like F one came back? Like just just a weird, like just crazy March. Like great great months for sports. I've been very I've been very entertained by DK Metcalf on Twitter, just shooting oh, down yeah. all. Like I just love how he's just like unapologetically like <laughs> responding to people. Like sources say teams are talking to DK, and then he writes sources say nobody's talking to DK. He's not going anywhere. Source dot 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 DK. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I like it. Yeah, I don't know if he'll probably get traded, but who cares? I mean, look, after the Russell thing we've talked about, right? Mm-hmm. Like, all right, that was, seemed like it was bound to happen. The Bobby Wagner thing sucks. I know, now he's a Ram? Yeah. That's crazy. But I like DK just got to pick back up and was like, well, everybody already likes me, so I'll just go ahead and, like, he's the new Gohawks. Yeah, oh yeah, he's the new, he's the leader of the team. <laughs> right? He's the face of the franchise. He is. I mean, I mean, it's not Drew Locke as much as I want it to be. Well, can't be. We don't even know if he's the starter. I don't even. If he walked by, I wouldn't even know what he looks like. He'd be the cool guy dancing. Yes, he's got good dance moves on the sidelines. He does. <laughs> I love that video. But yeah, I mean, other than him, who else would you say is the face of? Uh, I mean, Tyler Lockett. But that Lock, I mean, right, Lockett's kind of unassuming. Right. I mean, he's a virgin. You know, it you could know, be Adams. People either love or hate Jamal Adams. I love Jamal Adams. That's a good one too. But I think people have a bad taste in their mouth about him because of. What the team traded, it's not his fault. No, you're right. And I'm with you. I like I like Adams. Mm-hmm. I think I think he's a good football player. Still yeah. my favorite picture was him like watching the game at home and there was a joint on his table. Yeah. And then he he deleted the tweet and reposted the exact same pose, the exact same picture without the joint on the table. It is crazy how that happens. Yes. I mean, years ago I remember posting a picture and so he's like, dude, your grinder's in the corner. <laughs> it's like the oh, same picture, remove the grinder. It. Yeah, right. But you don't play in the NFL, so it's okay. I, I mean I don't, but still, like I think that's I don't even sure if weed was legal then. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. By but- the way, I know you don't stay up late, but this weekend on Saturday, Steve, yes. you could watch an F1 race because it's in Australia. Uh-huh. So with the time difference, it starts at 10 p.m. for us Saturday night. You know, I'll, I'll be up at 10 p.m. Oh, I'm, I'm going to be in Portland oh. wrestling at DOA Wrestling. Oh, well, all right. I mean, you know, the grind never stops. It's, well, for I'm you, it does Fresh off of keeping, uh, I mean, I, I forgot to tell you, I did win in Dallas or oh. in Arlington. I, won, I kept my title. Yeah. So now I have to like go on to like Portland. You know, it's just it's never ending the grind of being they, a pro wrestler. Do they give you like the like the boxing championship thing? 
Or no, because it's not a decision. I like when it's like defending, raining. Oh, some of the announcers, if they if they're into it, they will go the raining and defending, defending. Yeah. wrestling with regret. YouTube <laughs> champion. I've had somebody announce like, "Is it cool if I say that you're the raining and defending?" I'm like, "You can say whatever you want." I love that one, especially it's, like right when you watch a combat sport yeah, and somebody yeah. gives it that, you're like, "Oh yeah." I'm very disappointed though. I didn't get stopped at TSA with the belt in my bag. They didn't even ask you? No, it's in my carry-on. Well, I bet, let's be honest, it's WrestleMania weekend. You were probably like the 2,000th one they had seen that day. But I won this one. I didn't even buy it. I wanted to... Hey, you got the upgrade, all right? I did. I did get a nice car. They believed you were counted. Now, you know, I shouldn't say believe you. You weren't lying. I was wrestling. You were wrestling. I just wasn't wrestling at WrestleMania. (laughs) I was at Texas Mania. Hybrid mania. It's like the same thing. People from Texas saw me there. <laughs> I'm trying to think of I an mean, example. It wasn't 76,000 people. It was 76 people. I don't imagine an example I'd ever be in like that. Like I'm throwing out the first pitch like, no, 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 I, I'm on the mound today. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need to know you're playing softball right. for the local tavern. <laughs> I got seven innings in me, and then I hand the ball over. (laughs) Like, sir, this is slow pitch. (laughs) Still, still, there's a mound. Slow pitch over 40 leagues. The ring I'm in is the same dimensions as the ring at WrestleMania. (laughs) That's so great, man. It's so great. Hey, you know, we have a couple of minutes. All right. Not a lot of time, but because uh, I want to go eat. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I figured we could finally get to some Twitter questions. We, we get them every week from Nick. Let's read them. We have two months worth of Twitter questions All right. from All right. So we'll try and get to some of them. Obviously, I'll, I'll start. Um, when do you think you'll get live in-studio guests again? Never. Uh, yeah, at this point, I have no idea. You know, I mean, I'd imagine at some point, maybe soon. It was weird being in Texas, dude. COVID doesn't exist there. Yeah. Nobody was wearing, I mean, although you had to wear a mask on the plane, of course. Although I was eating some trail mix and then I fell asleep after I ate. I wasn't eating and falling asleep at the same time. But I woke up and I realized my mask wasn't on and nobody called me out on it. I thought for sure, I'm like, crap. I'm, like when I first woke up, I'm like, man, that I avoided one of those moments. Like where, for all I know, I'm on some of my Instagram page being shamed for not wearing my mask. Maybe. I completely spaced on it. And as I'm like, I, I came through and I woke up from my nap. Not fun napping in the middle seat, by the way, when you're my size. No, you just got to go. Yeah, you just have to turn your head down and just drool. I have, one thing I, realized. I have definitely woken up on a neighbor's shoulder in the middle seat. <laughs> <laughs> it's awkward every time. I've also had it done to me. I've had it done to me, and All I've right. done the nudge off. Oh, yeah. What do you let them just nap and pet their hair? I mean, I don't pet their hair, but yeah, I just let them nap. <laughs> I mean, what, I don't know. You know me. I'm so uncomfortable. I'm like, it's a red eye. Like, I'm not going anywhere. Give him a good little jerk. Not that kind. You know, like that. And then if they wake up looking at me weird, I'm like, turbulence, bro. Dude, it was like a 19-year-old dude. He was more embarrassed when he woke up. And you know me. I'm just like, yeah, no worries, man. I'm not the first, not the last man that's falling asleep on me. It's all good. I guess you're right. That was weirder. I just was like, ah, let the kid get some sleep. You look tired. <laughs> All right, so yeah, we don't know when that's ever going to happen. Oddly enough, when's the last time you ate something that made you want to take a nap afterwards? Trail mix. No, um, dude, that grilled cheese sandwich. I had a buffalo chicken grilled cheese sandwich at that Dallas grilled cheese place. Yeah. It was, it was a lot of food. 
Yeah, I was gonna say anything like barbecue is always a pretty good nap and food. And then, uh, yeah, you're right. Anything too like super cheesy. All right, another Twitter question of the week. Uh, I'm just gonna do a couple of them. We won't get to yeah, all yeah. of them, of course. How often do you two shave your head, and what do you use? Have you ever tried the skull shaver or Manscaped products? Uh, Steve's much better. I buzz mine once a week. Yes, you keep yours much cleaner. I, I have ever since I got the skull shaver. Oh yeah, I, I, I got that thing on, and dude, that thing is great. I have yet. I, you're supposed to change the blades on that like every three or four months. I've had that since last Christmas. I was gonna say you've had it for a while. Yeah, for like a good well. For over a year now, I think I've been doing it. All yeah, right. I mean, I had to return it once because something weird. I, you know, it was. I, I tried charging it after it was still wet, and I didn't read in the instructions that you're not supposed to do that. And I found out why because it just like fries it. I was gonna say you're lucky you didn't. Well, I was like, it was not like soaking wet, but like I used it, dried it off, but the insides were probably still some parts were wet. I call it damp. It. Damp. Yeah, a little moist. And so I had to send it back, but and then they sent it back with a whole new piece, which was cool. Like their 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 warranty was fantastic. I highly recommend it. Yeah, I used the, the skull shaver. The I think it's the Pitbull Gold, not the Platinum. I couldn't afford that one. Pitbull Gold. Yeah, it's right. great because you can shave your head in the shower, and it's like one of those, and it, and it gets it super short. Yeah, it's not like as short as like an actual like razor blade, but almost as short. All right, pretty damn close. Um. What do you want to do? Let's see. Would either of you guys want to do your own show on the radio? Start over fresh or move the podcast to a radio show? Who have you had the most fun interviewing? Who do you want to interview again for an unlimited amount of time? Well, yeah, obviously the Mega Cash should be a real show. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Maybe one day. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah, that'd be, dude, I mean, because, you know, we're so much younger than our cohorts. <laughs> right. So hopefully we outlive them and then we can do this for like a daily thing. That would be pretty fun. <laughs> uh, favorite interview. We can outlive them. That sounds really morbid. That sounds, it's all right. And I hope nothing bad happens no. to them because then all eyes are on this podcast. <laughs> right. Mega Cash. What are those mega powers? For, uh, man, I mean, like for the men's room. Seeing meet and Ice Cube was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I you know Ozzy's a giant star. Mm-hmm. Oh man, this is a tough one. I'm thinking I, about the, us interviewing Dave Grohl. I yeah. wish we could have done that one for like an hour. They, and then I know he's like a bad word these days. But one of my favorite memories was interviewing Marilyn Manson. Man, that was a weird. That interview. That was super weird and kind of cool. Yeah, but you're right. Yeah, now now some of it seems creepy. Get wasted and do an interview with Burt Kreischer again. Oh, Burke Kreischer, that's probably hands down the funnest. Yeah, and, and we didn't even remember that interview. <laughs> no. Trying to, I mean, some of the Seattle bands are cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we got to interview Cornell once. Cornell was awesome. Yeah. I, I, one of my favorite moments was going backstage to interview Cornell before that Ben Arroyo show. It was just me and Vicky in his, like, little den. Because right. had it set up nice with, like, candles and had a nice vibe in there. I already had a couple drinks at, like, wherever the bar was we were all pre-gaming at. And I was like, God, go do the interview. And he couldn't have been a nicer guy. Like, it was so much fun chatting with him. Yeah, I would also say just based on niceness, you got to go Duff. Yeah. Yeah, Duff's rad. Yeah. He's Duff always just, just have a random talk with you about the Seahawks. That's All right, that's what I was going to say. That's part of the things I like. Like yeah. that or, who was it? I think it was uh, Cornell. We were talking, he was like, the Rembrandt had just came out. The Rembrandt? The Reverend? That movie that, you know. Oh, where he gets taken care of by a, a bear? Yeah, and Cornell just kind of nonchalantly, he's looking at this at this magazine, and he goes, it was really boring. He just got chased by a bear, and then, like, violated him. I was like, all right, that's an honest review. That's my favorite, though, is when you, like, it's the moments leading up to the actual interview, when you get to kind of see the real side 
of not the real side. I mean, they're still probably on their best behavior. They're not going to come in and be like, leave me alone at first until the mics are on. But, you know, like, you kind of get to see a more human side. And, and Cornell was always so human. Yeah. I, I, I remember, like, doing an interview and we spent most of the time he was asking me questions about my tattoos. Yeah, he was always pretty cool. And then the other one that's funny is years ago, Ben and I were doing, like, hosting it. Uh, what was whatever the big tour was that summer, right? So they'd always have like the side stage or whatever. So Sons of Anarchy had just came out. It only yes. been on for a year. So we're backstage and Charlie Dunham's there. But at oh. this point, I haven't seen that show and I only know him from Green Street Hooligans. So I'm BSing with him about that. Or no, no, no. I was BSing with him about the motorcycle show. And then when they walk away, I say to Ben, I go, why does he look so familiar? I don't know the show. And he's like, you love his soccer movie. And I was like, damn it. I That's forgot. Awesome. I was just giving him sh- crap about being good looking. <laughs> hey, good looking. Right. It was also fall weird. Sleep on my shoulder on a plane. It was also weird as those guys were like legit nervous. And Ben and I were like, like, yeah, all right. What's the big deal? They're like, we don't do this like in front of live audiences. Yeah. Like we tape all our stuff and we're actors. So I was like, oh yeah, that was weird. Do you know what one's one of my favorites? And when the when the actors found out that I was a part of that, they instantly remembered and they were like sharing such a fun story about it. it was when we had I was working at the end, and we had the cast of Super Troopers in studio. Oh, this yeah. Before anyone knew who the Broken Lizard guys were. The movie hadn't come out yet. They All they did was send us a VHS back in those days, the movie people, of the first 10 minutes of the movie and said, would you like to interview these guys? I watched it, and I'm going... I couldn't stop laughing. That first 10 minutes is so, I mean, the whole movie's hilarious. I'm like, you can make the argument that the first 10 or 15 minutes is the best part of that whole movie. Agreed. Yeah. Absolutely agreed. It doesn't like get worse, but it doesn't get any better than the first 10 minutes. No. And so I just was like, absolutely. Tastes like schnosh berries. (laughs) (laughs) So she's like, cool. They're going to come in full costume too. All right. They come in in the full super tamper out of sunglasses, super trooper sunglasses, which to this day I think I still have a pair. Like they were that's the, awesome. They were the coolest guys, but it was so ridiculous. I found the picture of it and I posted it on my social media right before we we're gonna have them in. The couple of the guys came in and go, "That was you at that show." They're like, "Dude, none of us wanted to do that," and it was like such a fun. Like they, the movie people made us wear the costumes. You guys were great, but it was really weird because you guys were in the middle of doing like auditions for the guitarist for Limp Biscuit. Like there are all these random people there, like these these rocker dudes waiting in like the conference room, and then we all come in dressed as cops, and they look like they're freaked out, thinking we're there to like search them. The whole thing was just like it was a great backstory, but like we got to become like like show buddies you know like they, whenever they'd come yeah. to town they always like like with, with Steve and like the rest of the and, and I think it's Steve or Kevin Heffernan I don't remember Steve Lemmy Steve Lemmy Kevin right. Heffernan yeah those two were always always great the rest and of the they're the ones that do Tacoma FD yes yeah uh, but man that was a that was kind of fun to be like look back on the one that I kicked myself about we turned down having Harold and Kumar in studio that's crazy because the movie hadn't come out yet. We didn't no, no, no. See I it. get yeah. yeah. But I'm just like, that is so weird. And it was just like, ah, oh, we can't make it happen. And it wasn't even like trying to be like, it was like, screw that. I think we had like a busy show that day. And it was just like trying to weasel, work it in. It was just like, we don't know who these guys are. Man, looking back on that though, that would have been cool. Well, yeah. But yeah, you, know, you don't know. You don't know at the time. So I'm one for two. <laughs> All right, let's go eat. Yeah, man, I'm hungry. Yeah, Ted has a day off, so we started this early. I'll quickly uh, edit it, pod, or post it, and all that good stuff. And uh, anything going on this weekend for you? No. Rest. <laughs> yeah. Rest. Like, uh, right, Mike and I, usually on opening day, somehow we always end up with the day off, so like we're going to go do something tomorrow, but yeah, it's kind of chilling out. Mainly, When's just, opening day? Uh, tomorrow. 
No, it isn't. Well, the Mariners game got postponed, of course. They, oh. they weren't at home either way. But yeah, opening day for baseball is tomorrow. Damn it. Yeah. That came quick. I, I should have covered that in sports. Well, now we got it in there. Yeah, but seriously, if you ever wanted to watch F1, go out and do your normal Saturday. It starts at 10 p.m. on a Saturday. I, like, I am so excited. If you're in Portland, come see me at DOA Pro Wrestling. It's at one of the Elks Lodges. Just look it up. I don't know where it is, but I'm going to get there. <laughs> I promise. Uh, that's on Saturday. On uh, Friday, April 30th. This is the one I definitely want to give some love and promote because I'm going to be making my wrestling debut at Defy oh, in yeah. Washington Hall against El Fantasmo from New Japan Pro Wrestling, part of the Bullet Club. He's uh, a guy that came from Vancouver that's gone on to do incredible things. And he's already talking about, he put his foot in my mouth many, uh, uh, a year or so ago. I don't like him. Like his actual foot? Yeah. Was it a boot on it? Or well, like he it? kicked me in the face, yeah. knocked me out as I'm trying to do a ring announcing. And then took his shoe off and put his bare foot on my mouth. Ugh, you're a better man than I am. Yeah. You're going to have to hit him in the junk. I'm going to punch him in the ball so hard. <laughs> Get him! He's not going to know it hit him. No. But it's going to be my fist. Yeah, ring that bell. Yeah. Ding, ding. <laughs> ding, ding, bitch. I hope you don't want children. That's, anyways, yeah. So April, go to that show. April thirtieth. I'm gonna get to wrestle him. It's a huge. If there's ever a time to come see me, this is gonna be the one. And you get to cheer me on because I'm a good guy. Uh, not. I'm not. A, I'm not a heel at this. Oh man. Uh, somebody called our the men's room last week and said something about you wrestling at Defy, and I literally was like, "Don't forget to boo him." No. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, Steve's usually a good guy at the East, but Steve's a bad no, guy. I'm a good guy. I'm a good guy. Damn it. My bad. I thought ah! I was like, look at me. Help. Look at me helping out. I, God help me. One person boos me. I'm going to curse you out on the microphone, Ted. I'm like, F you, Ted. Uh, tickets. Dude, there's only a few tickets left. It's like, I mean, it's barely any tickets left because John Moxley's going to be there. I saw that. Swerve Strickland's going to be there. Filthy Tom Lawler, who used to be in the UFC, who's a wrestler now as right. well. Uh, he's crazy. Um, uh, Timothy Thatcher, the Bollywood Boys. Lots of great names in the world of wrestling. Some great local talent as well, like Shaft and uh, Guillermo Rosas and uh, Cody Chun. It's going to be nuts, dude. Dan right. Cadella Rouge, Kikio, and yours truly. Ah. <laughs> Go to defywrestling.com to get tickets and all the information. Hopefully, I'll see you there for that. But that's April 30th. The Roast of Steve Miggs is sold out, so we don't have to worry about pimping that anymore. Yeah. We're going to be there, though. So hopefully, you got tickets. Come hang out with us. I'm excited to see people. I'm excited to get wasted. Yeah. Yeah. Because we got the party bus. Shout out to Rich and Lion Pride Party Buses for making it happen. Whole staff's going to be on there. Could be a very awkward ride home, I tell you, boys. We'll see. Yeah. (laughs) I hope it is. I just hope somebody's like, you really had to say that? And I'm pulling out my phone and I'm filming it. No, I'm not going to do that. All right, follow us on Twitter at the Megacast. Also, if you're listening, I know I mentioned that crazy video of Kerry Von Eric being wasted. I'll put the link on the blurb about this episode. So if you wanted to watch him drunk telling everyone welcome to Dallas and then bleeding a lot, it's so ridiculous. And I think you get a good chuckle out of it, even if you're not a wrestling fan. But you can All see right. how, how faded he is in his eyes. All right, we'll be back next week. Yeah, yeah, we're on. All right. Welcome to the Megacast. First of all, Jerry Lawler, welcome to Dallas. The Megacast. Jerry Lawler. Jerry Lawler. Jerry Lawler. First of all, Jerry Lawler. Jerry Lawler. Sounds like the new coach at LSU. Jerry Lawler. Jerry Lawler, welcome to Dallas.
I can yeah. do that. Yeah. Anyone can do that. <laughs>